We are here on this earth to speak light and speak light into everything that contains even the slightest sliver of darkness. Hello, 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 and welcome to Shine Like the Sun. I am your host, Sunshine, and this episode is inspired by Deepak Chopra, one of the first people who helped me really understand spirituality as a lifestyle, not just a religion. In the beginning days of my spiritual journey, there's this audio he has on Spotify that really helped me know what spirituality is all about, like the mindset one needs, the virtues and morals one needs to have. And it's an album he calls Spiritual Warrior, How to Become a Spiritual Warrior. It's amazing. All his work is amazing, but this was my favorite one. I still listen to it almost every night as I'm asleep. And becoming a spiritual warrior is all fun and all, but to be a proper spiritual warrior, it's more about being a leader. And today I'm going to provide you with many key notes for you to keep in mind when trying to transform into the spiritual warrior, the cosmic dancer, the hierophant, the bodhisattva, whatever you want to call it. And number one is to be humble. The more you learn, the more you grow spiritually, the more you realize that you know nothing. (laughs) And I know that sounds kind of opposite. Like the more I learn, the more I realize I know nothing. Yes. The more you learn, the more you realize you need have a lot to learn. And God loves a humble and meek person. That's the number one thing God looks for. Look at the leaders that God chose, especially in the Old Testament. Look at Moses. Moses was chosen to lead the children of Israel out of Egypt. That's a pretty big deal. (laughs) Moses was put in charge of all of God's people, all of God's followers. And when God chose him, Moses was like, excuse me, sir, I think you got the wrong man. I have a stutter. Moses had a lisp. Moses said, I am not the man who is worthy to bear your name. And God said, just because you think that way, you are. God doesn't want a proud person who says, oh yeah, I'm the man. Yeah, God, you're lucky to have me. No, God wants you to be humble and meek at all times. Realize, yes, you are everything. You are God, but at the same time, you are nothing and you can die in a blink of an eye. Know your place in the world. (laughs) It's important to stay meek and humble and lessen your ego. The more powerful you get, the more a lot of leaders, they become big-headed. Oh, you can't teach me anything. You can't tell me anything. I know it all because I'm in charge. No, that's the opposite of what you should be. You are nothing. We are nothing but instruments used to channel God's word and serve the Lord and all his creations. That's all we are. And that is why God blesses us with the knowledge and power that we have, period. For us to use it to uplift others and for the betterment of humanity, not just to praise ourselves or, you know, increase our ego. So for number one is to always be humble. Number two is to be self-motivated. Do not look at others for your inspiration. Do not look at anything outside of you for your inspiration. If you want love, look within. If you want power, look within. If you want abundance, look within. If you want everything good in the world, do not look at others and say, oh, I wish I was like this. I wish I could do this or that. No, look within you and realize that you are a universe in disguise. You have everything that you could ever want, need. It's already within you. And if you cannot find it within you, look above you. Look at God for it. Do not look for anyone else for your motivation. Do not want to be spiritual just to 
be spiritual <laughs> just so you can hex somebody or for any other outside motivation than yourself be self-motivated inspire yourself do what's right not because god's watching but because you know you want to do what's right become self-motivated because that's actually how you motivate others and as a leader we need to know how to motivate our team when you're the leader you don't have you don't have the right you don't have the expense to look at others for motivation i'm not saying you can't but your job is to uplift the world as a spiritual warrior your job is to spread light you don't look at the world the world is filled with darkness you don't look in darkness for light you realize you are light you inspire others by staying inspired period number three is to be innovative innovation is something a lot of people lack i see people who have amazing opportunities and just because nobody gave them a handout they missed it they didn't see the vision be a visionary be three steps ahead always have the next plan and vision in sight remember that you are a co-creator with the most high we are here to paint the perfect picture nothing less not stick figures i'm talking canvas shit <laughs> A good leader is someone who takes nothing and turns it into everything. Who sees an empty field and visualizes a community, a business. A lot of people don't. That's a gift. A lot of people don't know how to do that. And it's very important that you do that with the people around you. If you're put in a situation where you see sickness, your job as a leader is to speak life to it. To claim health and well-being if you see poverty your job as a spiritual warrior is to speak rich and abundance and prosperity into the situation and all situations be a visionary and manifest the best for everyone in every situation around you people you know you don't know you have to think wonderful thoughts for them that is our job when i say we're co-creators remember that it's your job to create the world you want to see the poster in my middle school that I always loved so much, I'll never forget. There are many posters in my middle school I loved. I love, I'm a sucker for this inspirational poster. But my favorite was, be the change you want to see in the world. The change starts with you. What do you see? When you talk about the next generation, do you say, oh, those Gen Zers are lazy and useless and they're just on their phones all day. The world is going backwards, everything's getting worse. Are you speaking that into the world? No, even if that's what the reality is. No, you denounce it and you speak your own outcome. A lot of people do this specifically for their own life. You know, if something bad's happening, they'll not deny it and affirm better. And that's great. That's perfect. That's what we're supposed to be doing. Yes, good job. We're always supposed to um, denounce the negative situation and speak positive into it. But how many of us do that for strangers? How many of us take the time out day and do that for our friends? Remember in the Bible, in Job, Job got freed when he prayed for his friends. How many of us do that for our family members? If you have a family member suffering from addiction or anything, do you affirm, oh, they're nothing, they're useless. My brother is just an alcoholic. My sister is a fucking bitch. Do you affirm that or do you say, no, my family is perfect. There's nothing but laughter in our home. There is no arguments. There are no misunderstandings. There's great communication. Everybody's healthy and wealthy and wise. Everyone in my family is getting better and better. 
every day? Do you say my friend group, my workplace, my teammates are the best and they're getting more and more successful every day? Everyone I know, everyone that surrounds me, everybody I make eye contact with is becoming better, becoming more spiritual, becoming more in tune with nature, becoming more happy. It's funny because when I go to the gym, one quick thing I like to do is I like to affirm everybody with a perfect body. I like to visualize people and see them in their perfect body. If I see someone that's really overweight, I like to see them in how I think they would like, ideally like to look. When I see someone in the streets begging for money, I picture them, you know, just buying a new car. You know? Little things like that. If I see someone walking with a limp, I picture them walking perfectly. Things like that. And it's so important. It's so important that we make that our focus. We're not here to heal ourselves only. I know a lot of you might be thinking, but shadow work alone, this journey of fixing myself is hard enough. I don't have time or space or energy to worry about others. That's wrong. That's wrong. Because as you put your energy into situations outside of you more, you build your tenacity up. I can handle high energy situations and high energy healing because I'm used to it. I know how to do it because I do it all the time. My energy is always constantly healing. If you just rat hole and save all your energy for yourself, that's selfish. And it'll make source take it away from you. That's just how the world works. If you say, oh, I have to save my energy. I don't have much of it. I don't have enough energy to heal this person. I don't have enough. Well, then you're affirming that you don't have enough and you're going to get less. But make your mindset, I am a powerhouse. I am a generator. I get my light straight from the source and source has infinite light and power and love. I can never run out. I can never, ever. I am here to spread that light. And because I am being an instrument of the Lord, my energy is infinite. I will always be supplied with all things good. I can always give because I know the source of which I receive from is never ending. Period. (laughs) Period. Just like that. Which is your mindset? It's very important that we always keep track of that. Don't rat hole your spirituality. If you have some knowledge to give, some energy, some positive anything to give someone, don't think twice about it. Just give and give and give and give. Because you don't want when you pray for something, God has to think, or your angels or your ancestors, whatever you believe in, has to think twice about it. No. You know that when you pray for something, you're going to get it. Just like how when someone asks for something, you're going to get it. The philosopher Epictetus said that the number one thing he was happy about in his whole life was whenever someone asked him for something, he was always in a position to give it to them. And I, I really relate to that. Because I love helping people. I love it. I love it. I love it. Because the only thing I love more than helping people <laughs> is being helped. And the reason I'm really stressing this factor out is because it leads me to number four. Number four is (laughs) a spiritual warrior, a perfect leader needs to be self-secure, secure in yourself. A spiritual warrior needs to be self-confident because without self-confidence, then your ego brings negative emotions into your practices and your blessings and your spiritual work. How can you manifest the best for someone? When you think you don't have enough. It's normal for people to be haters. <laughs> it's a normal human reaction. It's normal for us to get jealous. Kids get jealous. You see someone with something nicer than you. 
you got jealous. You see someone, you know, improving gradually, you see it as a threat, naturally, especially women. I didn't want to even say that, but it's true. Say you have a fat friend. This is just me being raw and real. Say you have a fat friend and you're the skinny friend. You've always been known as the skinny, healthy friend. And all of a sudden, your, your fat friend starts losing weight and getting an amazing body. You start to see her as a threat because you're like, oh. Where, where that, what does that leave me? What's my identity going to be? And it's normal for us to be like, I hope this bitch gets fat again so I can stay the skinny friend. And that's a normal human reaction, but it's something we need to fight against. We're not here to be perfect humans. We're here to be better than that. We're spiritual warriors. Not So just because I'm saying that it's a normal human reaction doesn't mean it's an excuse for you to stay that way. No. We're here to grow past that. We're here to grow past that. You must be self-secure. If you identify and attach your identity to the amount of money you have, oh, I, I'm rich, I'm loved because I have so much money, my money is my safe space, my money is my security, and then you see someone richer than you, you start to feel small, you start to do stupid shit. No, we don't do that. If your mindset is that way, then how can you affirm richness for somebody? How can you foresee someone in a poor situation that? affirm prosperity for them when you want to be the most prosperous person in the room you want to be the most intelligent person in the room no you cannot have that wish as a leader as a spiritual warrior your job is to want to bring others higher than you yes it's, it's good to be a visionary and see the potential of other people but now as you bring the potential of other people you cannot have it in the back of your mind that I want this person to need me. That's how a lot of good leaders go down. They want that their, I don't want to even say the word followers, but their teammates. They want the people around them to have a dependency on them. And that's not healthy. You don't want to say, oh, I, I want to help everybody, but they better not be better than me. No. You need to want them to be the best and equally want yourself to be the best. You have to have the security that everybody in the world around you is equal and unique. And that makes us different and unequal. And it's just so crazy. Say for a woman, you want to be the prettiest girl in the room. But there's no way you can be. Because beauty is in the eyes of the beholder. You may be a beautiful, blonde, you know, sexy woman. But a man could like brunettes that aren't sexy but cute and quirky you feel me that doesn't make you any less beautiful everyone is unique and special in their own way that does not make you higher or less than anyone ever and for men you want to be the strongest and the most i don't know what men want to be but <laughs> you want to be the alpha in the room but everyone is the alpha in their own special wonderful way and when you see that, you don't want to be the best. Because I'm at the point where being the best is exhausting. And I mean, being the best to other people. I'm worrying about how other people see me. Do they see me as the best? That's exhausting. Be self-sufficient in yourself. Know what you have. Know your charm. Know what you bring to the table. And bring it to the best of your ability. How tiresome is it for you to fucking want to impress people so bad? You bring the table, the the decorations, the food, the cutlery, the utensils, and the drinks, and everything. Like, you don't leave space for other people to bring anything. And that person, 
<laughs> this may be a confusing analogy, but as you try and bring everything to the table, the people who you're not given a chance to bring anything can bring you something better than you could ever bring. They can introduce you to something that you could never have learned, known of. It's very important that even as we're leaders, we never forget we can always learn from others. We're always students. We're always teachable. And that's something I've always taken seriously since I was a kid. When I was in high school, I was very unpopular. <laughs> I mean, I knew everybody, but I wasn't like a popular character. I wasn't very, you know, attractive or girly. So I changed that. You know how I changed that? I befriended all the popular girls. All the most beautiful girls in school, I made them my friend. Because I was funny. And, you know, girls, people like people who are funny. So I would just crack jokes. And I will learn for them. I would see how they applied their lip gloss and lipstick. And I will copy it when I went home. I'll copy their walk, I'll copy their talk, I'll copy their talents. I'll learn for them, I'll ask questions. And before I knew it, I became like that. I became one of the pretty girls. But how would it have been if I was so prideful that I was like, oh, fuck them. The thing about those pretty girls that they'll always tell me that they don't really have many friends. Because a lot of girls see them as competition and they wouldn't want to be friends with them. What if I was one of those girls? What if I said, oh, fuck that pretty girl. She thinks she's better than me. <laughs> I would never have learned the knowledge I needed to be where I am. Never be too prideful to ask for help, to be second place. Because one thing, and I'm not saying I'm the perfect leader by any means. I have a lot to learn, and I've learned so much, especially in the year 2021. I've learned so much, and I learn every day. But one thing I really learned the past year about being a good leader is that a good leader is actually a perfect servant. In my tribe, and my girls, whenever we have a party, I really realize that. You'll think, you know, from movies of Egyptian goddesses and such, the Cleopatra's getting fed grapes and, like, men are fanning her and all this stuff. But no, that's not how it is to be a leader. I mean, sometimes it is. But most of the time, I'm the one doing the fanning. I'm the one cooling bitches down. I'm the one making sure everyone's okay. I'm the one making sure everyone's cup is filled. That's the job as the leader. To take care. Not to be taken care of. There's a quote I love. I don't know who it's by. But it says that a leader is someone who does all the work. And then gives the credit to everyone else. (laughs) You do the work behind the scenes. And then you celebrate everyone's little additions. Like, yeah, you did a great job. Yeah, You have to applaud for your teammates. Applaud for them. Celebrate them. I don't have to celebrate myself because... (laughs) I already know I'm the shit. That's what makes me special. That's what makes me sunshine. I already know I'm the shit. I don't need a round of applause. I like it. Of course I like to have some validation, but what I really like is making others feel included. Making others feel worthy. Making others feel feel others feel like part of a group. If everybody in my team, if everybody around me, if everybody that comes across me leaves my presence feeling more whole, feeling more included, feeling more welcomed and loved that I have done my job as a spiritual warrior period I want the people around me to leave me feeling more motivated I want the people around me 
to become and reach their highest potential. I want, I see people as stars. I see people and I see God in their eyes. I want them to make that realization for themselves. I want them to become gods. You don't get that way by trying to be the big, the big boy, trying to be the only important person. We're not here to just manifest for ourselves. We're here to create a new earth. And the new earth starts with you. How do you see it? How do you see it happening? What do you want to see in the future? Do you want more chaos and division or do you want unity? Then affirm it. Deny and denounce any form of separation. And affirm greatness. Affirm love. Affirm light. Affirm peace. Affirm God. And that's all we will see. It's 10.10. <laughs> I always see an angel number when I record this. 10.10 10 p.m. And I want to just make some time to say, really, please, when you see children, affirm the best for them. When you see a child, tell them that they are the most special and talented being on earth. When you see a child, tell them they are a genius. When you see a child, tell them they can do anything and become anything. When I see a child, I teach them all I can. And any short period of time, I praise them. I affirm greatness for them. I tell them they are a king and a queen in the making. And some parents love it. And some parents are like, uh, are you cra- Are you okay? <laughs> I have to because there's so much out there. There's so much in society telling the youth that they're not good enough. They're not. If you don't have enough TikTok followers, if you don't have the latest trend, whatever. I remember how it was for me to be a kid. Just my mom wouldn't buy me silly bands. And I felt so out of the loop. I felt so unimportant. I never want anyone to feel that way. I tell children of any age how special they are, how talented they are, how successful they will be. Speak life into the youth. That's what will help create the new earth. Regardless of what your reality tells you. If reality shows that there's nothing but death and poverty and, and lack and limitations, denounce it. Deny it. Then affirm the best. Deny it and affirm the best. Focus on the becoming, not the reality. Focus on what you want to see, and I promise you it'll appear. I, I broke a Deborah. <laughs> it's that easy. And if you see someone that you can't learn from, and someone you don't, someone that's a bad influence, the best thing to do about that is just cancel it out, change the past. How do you want them to be? Then visualize it. Then take note of what you don't want. Qualities that they have that you don't like, take note of it. And denounce it. Send us straight to hell. <laughs> For real. See, that's not, that does not exist in your reality. Point blank, period. That does not exist in the world. People don't steal. People don't harm. People don't kill. In this world. People don't lie in your world. That, that's not part of it. That's your truth. Point blank, period. If something bad happens to you, you get robbed. Denounce it. Because when you live in fear and say, Oh my God, I hope that never happens again. Ah, all that shit. You're putting so much energy into it. It's bound to happen again. You're putting fear, which is a high vibration, into your reality. Don't do it. It never happened. Only good things happen to me. I am protected by love and light. That could never happen to me. Like my boy Jack Harlow said, we manifest not the less, but the greatest outcome. And I hope you know I am manifesting the best, brightest, most positive situations for you. I'm manifesting growth. I'm manifesting beauty, peace, patience, love, unity, compassionate, understanding, and kindness in your life. We are all going to Nirvana one by one. And I am holding your hand and pulling you along the way. And I hope to see you in Nirvana.
I love you all so much. Thank you. Stay blessed. <laughs> the song of the week is Bodhisattva by Spectrum. That's B O D H I S A T T V A. Here's a clip. While your subconscious download the message I don't believe in depression I think it's all a perception All of your aura is black I think you need some protection I'ma go light up some sage And meditate the selection I do Reiki in the studio I'll book you a session If you knew the future Then you take the mask off immediately I meditate having a meeting with me Releasing ideas of me needing to be anything I'm the Bodhisattva hey, yo. I came back to open your chakras I'm the Bodhisattva hey, yo. Don't let nobody try to stop you I'm the Bodhisattva. I really love this song right now because I've been on a spectrum vibe. And lately, 2021 was the year of me being the Hierophant. And 2022 is the year of me being the Bodhisattva. The Bodhisattva is um, the word for a Buddhist person who is told that they're going to reach enlightenment. Then they don't want to. They would denounce enlightenment. Because they want to stay on earth, stay in the physical reality to help others become spiritual. And to me, that's even more powerful than being a hierophant. Because you have the choice to go to paradise and escape this. And you say, no, I would rather help my lost brothers and sisters. And that's so beautiful. I believe that I am Bodhisattva. And I'm here to unlock your chakras. I can't wait to see all of you, all my listeners, reach their potential, become the best version of themselves. Until then, stay, stay bright, stay beautiful, stay, and stay blessed. Please, if you enjoyed this episode of Shine Like the Sun, leave a rating, a review, five stars, a thumbs up, anything you like. It would really be helping me out and helping me reach more people. And that's just my point of making these episodes to reach the mass, teach the mass, and spread love and light to as many people as you can. So, I would really appreciate that. Thank you all so much. I love you so much, and I mean it when I say that. Remember, you are a god, so shine like the sun. (laughs)